you have questions. We have the answers. Welcome to the My Home Connection Podcast, where we discuss hot topics and answer your questions in today's real estate market. Now, let's get into the grind with your hosts, Jeff Kolb and Amy B. All right. Hello, everybody. This is Jeff Kolb with My Home Connection, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Amy B. with Waterstone Mortgage. Hi, Amy. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. Great. And finally, the uh, I know we always intro starting about the weather, but you know, it, it has just cooled off. It's the end of October, and uh, finally, we're getting into fall weather rather than hot 100 degree weather. So, oh, I know it's incredible. I'm super excited. <laughs> Got up until last week, we were triple digits every day. So, I'm really excited about it. Oh, that. I know. Almost too long. It's like, are we sure we're on the right calendar day? Because it seems like it, you know, how hot it's been. It's been, you know, know, like we should still be in August. Yeah, I agree. So, anyway, a uh, lot going out there on in the world right now. And as far as real estate and financing, and uh, we just wanted to, uh, talk about some of the stuff that's going on and kind of recap from what we've said from our previous podcast and just kind of catch our listeners up to what's going on in the market as of October uh, 2023 and possibly where we're headed. Now, I know we've made predictions in the past and of course, uh, we're nobody has a crystal ball. We've been slightly off on some predictions, but we've been right on on others, you know, again, because uh, also being here in Phoenix, and we mainly talk about Maricopa County, and you can't really compare that with the rest of the nations. Um, We're kind of an exception to the rest of of the states, if you will. And in, in previous podcasts, we've talked about all the companies moving here building their facilities. So uh, it's been a hot spot for growth over the last few years. And because of that, uh, we've been really short on inventory, especially here in the Maricopa County. I mean, we're short on inventory nationwide, but uh, we have a lot of opportunities here in Arizona that we haven't seen uh, quite as much in most of the other states. There's a few other states that have exceptions, but um but for the most part, uh, you know, people are still buying homes. Now, I will admit um, right now, just as we predicted, we're kind of in a twilight zone area as of right now um, with Jerome Powell, again, you know, with where the interest rates are. And maybe you can kind of talk about that, uh, where the interest rates are, you being in the lending industry. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but I also wanted to, uh, I read an article this week and it was the CEO of the MBA Mortgage Bankers Association and what's going on with that. I know you've read that article as well. So maybe touch on that a little bit. Okay. Absolutely. So the president of the MBA, his uh, speech really touched on oversight of mortgage companies. Okay. They're trying to implement more stringent financial backing for any company that offers mortgage products. And I I believe what they're worried about is us having another banking failure, mortgage crash. They want to make sure that they are really solid financially 
And by doing that, they are requiring, excuse me, there is a request in (laughs) to look at increasing the reserves that a bank needs to have um, and, you know, other things. I don't want to get too deep into it, but the bottom line is they're trying to make it harder for banks to lend money or more expensive for banks to lend money. Uh, This is outside of the Fed raising rates. This is something completely separate. So they're trying to um, implement rules that will make it for independent mortgage banks. So those are companies that only do mortgage lending, not financial institutions that do depositories as well. Uh, They're trying to make it more difficult and more expensive for them to lend money, which means we lose products. It means we lose low down payment options. It means we lose competition. And in that respect, it could increase interest rates even further. So this is just something that's being talked about right now. It is not something that has passed. And we're just going to cross our fingers that the Mortgage Bankers Association has luck in fighting that. Yeah, they're down there in Washington, D.C. right now, fighting tooth and nail. And one of the biggest things they said that does make an impact is are the interest rates alongside with the restrictives, the restrictiveness that they're trying to pass and making it harder with more regulations. And doesn't past history tell us that, uh, you know, sometimes that can go a negative way that way as well. Um, I mean, obviously you don't want to have absolutely no restrictions because we knew what happened in 2008. You got to have some restrictions, but there's got to be a balance. There does need to be a balance. And I feel like we have a good balance right now. Now I'm one person in a huge industry. Okay. And I'm not in that side of it. You know, I don't handle servicing, you know, anything on the secondary market, you know, where we're in sales. But the bottom line is the more they restrict it, the more difficult they make it. Of course, the less people are going to borrow money. Then that will have a negative impact on the housing market. It'll have a negative impact on home ownership. And especially those borrowers, those entry level first time home buyer, lower income borrowers, it's it's going to obliterate that market, in my opinion. Yeah, and that's what I've heard. Uh, when you read all the headlines, too, uh, they're talking about how housing is, especially for the first time home buyer, uh, is pretty much unaffordable right now, uh, especially with the interest rates being upwards almost 8%. Where, where are they at, at right now, by the way? So, uh, obviously, very there could be a lot of vari- variables going into this number, but you're anywhere from, you know, seven and a half to eight and a half, depending on your whether or not you're going to live in the property, if it's a refinance or a purchase, where your credit score lands and what type of product you're going for. So it's, you know, in the mid sevens to mid eights, okay. which is, it's high. It's very high. Right now, the federal funds rate is at five and a half percent. Now, back in the day, the spread between the federal funds rate and consumer borrowing rates usually were one to two percent. There was a one to two percent spread. Um, now it's almost three percent, and they're just, in my opinion, building cushion in there. Um, they're really trying to slow the slow borrowing down. They're yeah. trying to force us into a recession, which you know we understand. We've been talking about it for six months. We understand why. But it's kind of funny, they keep raising rates and yes, things have slowed down, but not not to a halt. Right. Volume is low, but compared to what, the last three years where we had record volume? Yeah. Like it's 
it's not working as quickly as they had hoped. So that's why interest rates they're saying are going to have to stay higher a little bit longer because people are still buying houses. People are still borrowing money. They're still buying cars. Mm-hmm. They're still using credit cards. Life still goes spending on. Spending money. Life goes on. Yes. And I, my opinion is um, that during COVID, there was just kind of a spending spree. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody got the stimulus. Uh, well, almost everybody, but a lot of people got stimulus. There was just a lot of money being made and a lot of money being spent. And it takes longer than a year, 18 months to get people out of that habit of going out to eat every night and going on uh, luxury vacations. It just takes a hot minute for people to get out of that habit. So I feel like, you know, 2024, all the predictions we made for the last part of 2023 are going to come fruition in 2024 because mm-hmm. people are just now starting to slow down. And we've been in an increasing interest rate environment for 20 months. Yeah. 21 months. Yeah. And and it, those things are just pretty much being delayed a, uh, a little bit longer. Uh, so for those of you out there who are thinking and still waiting for the housing market to crash, you're still going to be waiting quite a long time. I don't think it's going to happen at all. <laughs> I mean, you... There's no indicators that it's going to happen. If rates are 8% and people are still buying homes mm-hmm. at the market value of properties, they're not being given away. Where, where is the crash going to come from? Yeah. And just a little uh, history over the last few years is, as we, we know, <clears throat> a lot of the uh, pricing in houses shot way up. I mean, the appreciation rate was, I think at one time, it was like as high as what, 32%. <laughs> Uh, in 19%, you know, 15%. Now, mind you, in a normal market, the annual, uh, increase in is three to 5%. So there was a huge upturn in the rate of appreciation. And what we had predicted and was, it was going to come back down and stabilize. What ended up happening is we and a lot of economists thought that it was going to, the market was going to recorrect itself because historically it kind of does. But what we saw happen was the rates did start going down and the market did correct itself, but it didn't correct itself as bad. Like it didn't go down as far as people had thought or maybe even hoped. And we saw that uh, in 2022, especially the, the, the last quarter of 2022, mm-hmm. For Phoenix, it was just pretty much October through January, but for the rest of the nation, it was more like August of 2022 for the rest of that whole second half of the year. Again, Phoenix is a little bit different, uh, and we've kind of explained why. Everyone wants to live here. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, if you can stand the summers, it's a great place to live. Yes. Yes, But uh, for God's sake, do something with the roads. They do. Isn't our state color orange? Yeah. <laughs> orange to orange traffic cone. Yeah. <laughs> Construction zone. So, you know, the market, the correct, the it being corrected was not as deep as people had thought. And so right, right after like the beginning of this year of 2023, again, we're seeing now appreciation of about 1%. Yeah. One to 3% is what I've seen. Yes. So, um, it may feel like, well, look, okay. Coming down from 20% appreciation, you know, in the golden days of uh, 21 <laughs> and and uh, in the first part of 2022, it's not accelerating as aggressively. So it may feel like it's we're in a crash because it just things aren't the same as they were just a, a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. 
but that doesn't mean that uh, we're still going to crash or that anything bad like that's going to happen. Again, Phoenix is a very strong market, and uh, we are predicted for uh, appreciation and growth. As, as hard as that may sound, it's, that's still what uh, the major companies are predicting. Oh, absolutely. We're seeing it every day. The positive thing about right now, which we have discussed multiple times, we are still seeing sellers. They, they know interest rates are high. They know this is painful for buyers and they're cooperating. You know, mm-hmm. they're paying closing costs. They're paying to buy down interest rates. When the rates drop, there's so many buyers are going to reenter the market that they're not going to have to do that. So, uh, you know, you have to pick your evil. Do you want to pay more for the house and come out of pocket more? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to temporarily take a higher interest rate um, and, you know, just kind of, uh, be atop of your budget for about a year or so until you can refinance because there's no indi- there's nothing saying interest rates are not coming down. They are definitely going to come down. Of course, we don't know where they're going to land, but what I can tell you is the rates right now are not going to last. Yep. And there's always an opportunity to make your home more affordable and still benefit from that appreciation. Yeah. And like we've always been pushing, the market is very cyclical and you have your ups and your downs. But you know what? Life goes on and somebody's up might be another person's down. And what I mean by that is everybody's in a different situation. Life does move on. There are some people out there who were the interest rates. They don't really care how high it is just because maybe they've already been sitting on their home for, for 30 plus years and they don't know anything on it. And all their kids have moved out and Right now, they're, you know, in the summer times out here, maybe they're having to pay a huge electric bill and then they're going to have to upkeep with all the, the, you know, if it's got a big yard, it's just too much for them. And I'm talking about empty nesters. Yes. And so they're they're in a perfect situation where they have a pretty much 100% equity. And by the way, I looked at a stat this morning and um, over 70% of mortgages have more than 50% equity in them as of right now. I mean, that's just, that's insane. There's, yeah. We're sitting on tons of equity. Yes, we are. And some of that equity, actually, you can use as leverage to offset. Maybe your house is not quite fully paid off, but you've got enough equity in there to where if life happens and you need to make changes, you can leverage that equity to make it, to compensate for the high interest rates that are happening right now. Definitely. And, you know, if your plan, you know, if you're looking, oh, I can stay put for six months. Great. But... Right now, these interest rates are temporary, and I would never let that make me change my life plans. Like I would not, I would make not make decisions based on oh, an interest rate right now is going to keep me from achieving my goals for the future. No, because we can, it, they're cyclical and it's fluid. We can always refinance and reduce it. Yeah, absolutely. But I just think about, you know, I, I've had some clients and uh, that have had to downsize. And the big thing is, is it's hard to upkeep a big, larger home, especially when you're an empty nester, your kids have moved out. Maybe you've got a huge two-story with a swimming pool and a, you know, on a quarter of an acre or whatnot. And that's nice and all, but you had that for your family. Um, and maybe you don't need that. Maybe you're not able to 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 hire a land care provider or do it yourself anymore. So there's situations to where, you know what, you'd be a lot happier in your golden years 
to be able to downsize, have that stuff taken care of for you, only have the amenities you absolutely need and love without having to worry about all of the upkeep and the repairs. Because, you know, older houses tend to need some more maintenance they do, and yeah. they tend to have expensive things go wrong. Like maybe you need a new roof or maybe you need new pipes or, and that stuff is not cheap. And so again, everybody's in a different life situation and depending on the life situation that you're in, it's always good to talk about what is your financial situation? What, where are you at and what are the goals that you want to see happen in the short term and in the long term? And then, Talk about it because there's a solution out there for you that's going to meet your needs right now. Absolutely. And it doesn't necessarily need to be impacted by the current interest rate. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, uh, we just thought we would uh, check in with you to get it is the uh, end of October. I can't believe this year has gone by so fast, but uh, this is kind of where we're at with the market and uh, if you have any questions as far as, you know, maybe talk about your situation or maybe you, you're in the wanting to do some planning right now uh, and see, OK, you know what, I, I want to do this, but don't know if I can or how much equity do I have in my house and what does that look like if I were to transfer that and downsize? We got your back. Give yep. us, give us, reach out to us because we'd love to talk about your situation and see what's what solution might be best for you. Amy, how can they get a hold of you? You can find me all of the time, all of the, any, any time of day. Is that accurate? Uh, <laughs> at amybatten.com. So that's A-M-Y-B-A-T-T-I-N.com. And it's Amy Batten with Waterstone Mortgage. Excellent. And you can get a hold of me, uh, Jeff Kolb, at uh, myhomeconnection.net. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. 